Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. You know, when you have the, uh, you have it too close or wait, no, is it too far away? And, uh, the wave file is just very, very small or is moving. The line is moving extremely slow. Uh, That's what happened. Anyway. (laughs) It's one of those days. My AC just went out. Dang, really? Not not happy about it. Yeah, I was just outside talking to you, smoking my pipe, got off the phone with you, noticed that the AC was not making any noise at all. I checked on my phone. It said that it was on a delay. It came inside, it kicked on, but it's just blowing air, just chilled air. Go back outside, it's not spinning, the fan isn't spinning, nothing's going on out there. So I don't know what the hell is going on, but I know it's going to cost me $100 because I have a whole house warranty. But I'm still not happy about spending that $100. And plus, you know, it's like, I think it's going down to like 62 degrees tonight. So you don't really need the AC on. Yeah, man, open them windows. But the wife has been complaining about being hot. So, I don't know, we'll figure something out once we're done here. I think I'm going to have to pay the 100 bucks and let them come check it out, see what happens. So, just get a fan, put it on her. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Salute. Yep, salute. So, what's going on with you? Just working, man. Got a busy streak coming up. Starting this weekend. Shooting some weddings and uh, some other stuff along the way. So just getting kind of ready for that and making sure I have other projects buttoned up and I'm good to go. That's kind of the, it's kind of where I'd be at right now. Mm. You wanted to talk about small game season. So I got curious and looked it up in my state and yeah. Today, at the point that we're recording this is the 15th, is the last day for squirrel hunting. Last day? Yeah, it's from August 1st to September 15th. Yay! That's really... I mean, I'm sure if, you know, you're out in your backyard and you just do what you gotta do, you know, how are they gonna know? I say that... And I'm not going to go squirrel hunting, but. (laughs) I just find that difficult because you don't want to eat the squirrels right now because we haven't had our first frost. So with small game, though the season may start early, you don't want to eat them uh, this early. They still have the parasites and bugs and stuff like that that's living on them well what else is kind of funny is they have like squirrel hunting sites so I don't even know what that is 
I mean, well, I guess it is what it is, but it seems kind of kind of weird. I got squirrels up in our trees in the backyard dumping down freaking nuts trying to, I guess they're going to get a harvest ready for freaking winter or something. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I'm uh, I'm sick of them, dude. I, like, you know, every day we get up and... Well, sometime around lunchtime, you know, right before lunchtime, we'll put Max in the stroller and go for a walk. Take him up to the park or around the neighborhood, whatever. And um, most of the time it's just me, you know, by myself, me and him. And it's uh, the the nuts that are on the ground are just ridiculous. Like they are tearing these nuts up. oh really Uh, yeah it's a lot going on bro so um and then when i walk clyde you know he's having a hard time walking over him essentially what's happening is you got i've got neighbors that aren't cleaning up their yards from all the tree nuts And believe me, that shit is annoying. Oh. So they refuse to just like. We're a lively bunch. (laughs) You're blowing your nose. I'm belching. (laughs) I don't know what just happened, bro, but all of a sudden my allergies just started acting up on me. Just the weirdest thing. Because as you can see, I didn't sneeze. Yeah. Just all of a sudden, my nose just started draining. Which is always just lovely. Anyway, uh, you know, Clyde has a hard time walking on it. So another reason for him to just go ahead and die. Uh, It is just crazy the amount of shit that's out there. And um, I think the squirrels are there. They're just trying to hide them all. And so from, you know, I'm in Michigan, obviously. Uh, It starts, you know, small game season started uh, September 15th. And um, I typically will hunt small game with a pellet gun. You know, I got this 1,200, uh, you know, 1,200 feet per second. Pellet gun, break action, you know, single break action, you, um, single pump, break action, single pump, and, uh, it's 1200 feet per second. I mean, the thing is like stupid accurate. I've got a three by nine scope on it, it's beautiful. And, uh, I've taken quite a few squirrel and, and birds with it. So, My thing is, I, I really do want to go, you know, deer hunting this year. And uh, all my buddies, they, they always talk about getting your eyes trained uh, for looking through a scope. You got to get a lot of practice in just to get your eye, you know, adjusted. And you know how it is, right? When you're, you got the rifle on your shoulder and you're trying to look through the scope. I, I mean, you can just be a little bit off and you're just going to see like fog. Right, it's not going to be all that clear. You got to get just the right spot, and uh, and when you're, you know, you got a big buck and you get some big buck fever going on, you know, if you're out of practice, it's going to be hard to get your scope in line. So all that to say, I like to practice on the squirrels. (laughs) (laughs) So. I'll sit out on the patio with the pellet gun and practice on the squirrels. Just practice getting my eye just right, you know, where I want to lift it up on my shoulder. Yeah. There's no kick. It's almost like I'm doing a simulation, but the squirrels are dying, and that's the only thing that really matters. Dude, speaking of of simulation... 
You see they're coming out with a new Matrix movie? Yeah, I did. I'm glad it's still Keanu Reeves. I missed. Um, I I mean, I have to see it. Can you imagine the freaking... What are they going to do now? I mean, look how far technology has come. And the shit they can do in movies. Yeah, so what's different for me is like Neo ended up giving his life, right? Like Christ, he died with his arms, you know, wide open and like Jesus on the cross. So, and the Matrix got reloaded as a result. I'm interested to see what kind of twist they put on the whole storyline in order to justify him coming back. After starting the reload. Yep. I mean, you remember the movie, right? I do. I can't sit here and talk for 30 minutes about it. But dude, I'm, it's like been so long. I want to go rewatch the first three. Yeah. The sucky part about that is that when you go to look for it, a lot of times... They're hidden behind a paywall. You know? No? You don't know what I'm talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, what I'm saying is that, like, you'll have, like, the first two, part one and part two on Netflix. But part three won't be available. You might have to go somewhere else to get it, you know. I feel you. That's what I'm saying. A paywall. A paywall. I don't think I've ever heard that term before. Terminology, whatever. Oh, that's a lot of, that's a very popular term in podcasting. You have a podcast. Well, look at you. (laughs) You podcast guru, you. (laughs) <laughs> Patreon is a paywall. Patreon is so still you, a thing. Yeah, it's still a thing. It's a huge thing. So you have your regular episodes that, like, say, if we wanted to do a paywall, our Sunday episodes would continue to be free. But in order to get our Wednesday episode, you'd have to join our Patreon, yeah, and then you get your Wednesday episode. No, I, I and there and therefore Patreon would be considered the paywall. Yeah, I definitely am familiar with the concept. I just never heard it called that. Uh-oh. But apparently, I've been living under a rock, which I guess I have been. So that's fine. You have been. And you know what? I don't give two fucks. All y'all people. <laughs> Oh my god, you didn't know Instagram's not photo anymore? Like, it just happened. What do you mean it's not photo anymore? Oh. Hiding behind your paywalls, you don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't. Learn me. Instagram came out and said they're no longer a photo sharing app. They're they're focusing on video. Everyone's focusing on video, man. Even YouTube is doing shorts now. Right, they are. And they're all linked to TikTok. That Chinese company that's stealing all of your information. Giving us that daggone virus. Putting (laughs) chips in my arm. (laughs) Dude, speaking of virus and chips and conspiracies and all that. Yeah. Man, I... Have you ever heard, like had a dream be so freaking real you didn't know if it was dream or reality when you like woke up yeah that was me i woke up this morning and i swear to you it happened but i honestly was talking to the wife and she's like yeah i don't think that happened Hmm. i had this pain like right above my stomach in my chest area Right above your stomach and your chest area. 
Like, okay. You know, so like man boob. Man and boob. then right under that man gut. <laughs> <laughs> right in between the man gut and the man boob. <laughs> yeah. Sternum. It I was just like called a, a sternum. A constant pain. And I was so really? uncomfortable. And I swore I got up and went to the bathroom because I thought I had to like take a dump. <laughs> but I couldn't. So then I laid back down. Yeah. And I tried laying on my right side and that didn't feel better. I tried my left side and that didn't feel better. I laid on my back and then that felt a little bit better. But it still fucking hurt, man. And I wow. swear to you, it was real. Even though I'm pretty sure it didn't physically actually happen, it was just a dream. You were in this, that you were in pain. Yeah, and in this dream, my mind's going to, oh my God, this probably has something to do with the vaccine. Like, my body's freaking out. What did I do? So the now, chip. I'm laying there in pain can't get comfortable and i'm getting all like paranoid dude it was it was wild and then i woke up feeling fine and then you know probably five seconds later i was like wait a minute did that really happen because it felt very real interesting uh so this leads me to uh I was watching this this documentary on alien abductions. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they were saying, they were talking about uh, the common thing with the uh, abductions. You know, people get abducted and they, their dreams just like that seem very, very vivid. And uh, they actually feel the physical pain and, and stuff like that, can feel it. Yeah. Uh, when when they're starting to kind of wake up a little bit and the, the aliens haven't given you enough drugs to calm you and to keep you asleep. And so that's when the experience feels really, really weird and real. So maybe you were abducted last night. By a... Alien. Chest-crushing alien. <laughs> they, maybe they put in something inside your chest or was trying to take something out. Dude, it literally felt like that. I mean, it was... It hurt, but it was, it was one of the strangest feelings I've ever... It, it was like not like having a, a tummy ache, you know, where it's internal. It was almost like it was, well, you know, when your stomach hurts, you can tell it's inside, but like if you scratch your belly, you know, that's outside. Duh. So like this one felt like it was like (laughs) middle, middle person, if that may, it wasn't outside and it wasn't inside, but it was, Hmm. it was, ah, dude, it was a strange, maybe it was an alien. Yeah. Maybe as, as soon as they put the instrument to your chest. You felt it, and so then they backed off and decided to give you a little bit more of the sedative. And then they went through with the procedure. Hey, man, hey, at least they went through the chest this time instead of the anus, you know? I know. Last Tuesday, it was my butt. The same story. (laughs) I'm just Except oh, I actually right. liked that dream. Hey, <laughs> and we're back, babe. I um, slept really well. That was fun. She's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even home last night. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. I watched this thing. Um, a little docu series on the brain. And it was very interesting. And they're talking about how, like, why dreams feel so real. And it makes sense. It's just, it's all in your brain, and your brain doesn't sleep. So, like, you know, it's it's always going and thinking and feeling. And it's just kind of cool, man. Hmm. Then it makes me wonder, like, what is sleeping? 
Like, are we conscious? Are we not unconscious? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh, God. Like, have you ever been laying there at night? Because this has been me a a lot of nights. I've been trying to go to bed, like, earlier Mm -hmm. so that I wake up earlier. And most nights, I just, I'll go to bed at, like, 11, 30, 12. And I won't fucking go to sleep until 2, 33. I'm just laying there thinking about shit. And I can't turn it off. And I know everyone's, like, who's listening to this is just yelling out verbally, Take melatonin! But, like, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, your brain's just going, and it's just going. And then I'll lay there, and I'll be like, what even is sleeping? Like, how do I tell my brain to just shut the fuck up so I can go (laughs) night-night? The crazy part is that you might be pregnant, because it sounds very familiar to me. Dude, it is so weird that you said that. In the same dreamy thing that I had last night? Yeah, that was a thought I had. Was like, what if the baby out of you? What if the vaccine somehow is fucking with my system and there's like baby shit going on in me? And then I was like, no, that's stupid, man. You're like way too far. You know, (laughs) I'm telling you, this dream was wild, dude. Mm. The more I talk about it, the more I remember. Dude, that is a common trait of the alien abductions, too. I bet they went in through my nipples and something happened and then like. (laughs) Through your nipples. Like we were able to pull out of the right one just fine, but that left nipple gave us some (laughs) trouble. I think that he was in some discomfort there for a while. Uh, Yep. Yeah, it's amazing, dude. That's funny. (laughs) that's a real story man happened last night obviously less than 24 hours ago less than 24 hours ago you live a very interesting life my friend if it was aliens uh, i hope they got what they needed i'm telling you what they were doing the chip that got implanted through the vaccine they were taking it out to save you that's why it hurt that's why it hurt because you know, the that, chip, you know, you can't put a chip in a needle. So no. when the vaccine goes in, it has to build itself over, you know, a span of days. Exactly. And then and it's a big, the, yeah. big chip. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, but that's why, you know, most of what's inside of that vaccine are nanites. And those nanites, you know, the little supercomputer bug-like things. They assemble the chip and then implant it inside of you. You think it's just liquid going in, but the reason why it hurts so bad is because they're little tiny nanites that are activated uh, after the injection. They're activated and then they build the chip out of each other's bodies and then implant themselves right where they need to be. It's like the reverse of... When your blood hits oxygen, it turns red, but it's actually blue inside of you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The vaccine is clear, kind of cloudy, and the cloudy bits of the vaccine are actually the nanites that are activated that come together to create this chip. Mark my words. What's funny is two things. Someone might be listening to this and they're like, wait a minute. Are they joking? (laughs) And then two, (laughs) there are people listening to this maybe that are like, yeah, 100%. (laughs) Heard it on podcast. I'm telling everybody. (laughs) That's what Trump told us was going to happen. Oh, man. Yeah, it's weird, bro. The things that people believe. I was, uh, I, I saw a short on YouTube uh, last night, speaking of things that people believe. 
was Jordan Peterson. Whoa. The uh, clinical psychologist. Canadian dude. He was asked if he believes in God. And he, you know, paused for a moment and said, you know, I, I have to be honest with you. I've answered this question so many different ways. And I can give you all the answers that I've given others, but the bottom bottom line is it takes all of these answers to try to figure it out. So first off, uh, I do not believe in God, but I'm afraid that he's real. <laughs> he's, <laughs> which I thought was a, which is an awesome answer. Because it's like, you know, I... I'm driving down the road and I'm trying to remember exactly where to go and I'm thinking I'm going to turn left, but I'm pretty sure that when I turn left, I should have turned right. I'm going to be wrong because I often am. And I thought that was a really good answer. And he said, oh, the second answer was, I don't think he's real, but I try to live as if he is. And then, like, a third answer was, uh, I want to believe that he's real, but the people who do believe that he's real, they don't live a life exemplary of him being real. And I was like, damn, mm. dude, that's, that's pretty dope. I mean, and the guy's a thinker, right? He He gives answers like that all the time. <laughs> About various different things. He talks slower. And he's just very well thought out. Um, I thought his opinions on on that were were very cool. He said something about belief and it got me on that. No, I like it. I definitely agree with that last one. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason why we even started doing this podcast. True story. Mm-hmm. True story. And it's very sad that what he said was true, you know? I wish it was not that way. But Damn, I missed. it's as real as your runny nose. Yeah, I'm sorry, folks. I, my nose is just like going crazy. My allergies right now are going crazy, and I don't know what it is. Uh, Maybe it's because your airflow ain't happening. I was about to say, it might have something to do with the AC. Uh, it's just blowing like the air, the cool air that's in the house is just recircling that around. So. Maybe, um, maybe we need to vacuum and dust the house. (laughs) (laughs) Get your vents clean. (laughs) Get the vents clean for sure. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting, dude. He's, he's, he drove home that point about, uh, you know, he said that he, he doesn't think God is real, but he tries to live as if he is because his concept, if if God is truly God and is as perfect in all of its being as, uh, <laughs> as all these religions say, um, basically he was acknowledging his own failure in meeting the standards of such a being if it did exist and with that knowledge or that acknowledgement of his own failure comes quite a bit of disdain for those who actually do believe in him because it's like you don't live as if the God that you believe in is real that he's actually created everything, heaven and earth, uh, and beyond, and has all power and all authority and demands perfection 
blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're living as if there's no fear of any retribution or anything. As if there's no consequences to any of your actions or so on and so forth. So, I thought that was pretty interesting, man. And of course, he brought out the Catholic Church and the shit that's going on there. You know, the diddling little boys' balls and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, you can't convince me that God is real and you are supposed to be a servant of God, but you're allowed to do that. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. So it's a poor... Um, it's that's a poor... Uh, advertisement for the existence of God. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I tend to agree. Yeah, and it's unfortunate as well that people look at those people as a reflection of who God is. And I know why. I mean, they're people of the cloth if you will <laughs> they're they're priests they're chosen supposedly and set apart and all this stuff but like the cloth they're just people man at the end of the day they are i mean even christians like pastors don't idolize your pastor he or she shits and pisses just like you stubs her toe and says God, stupid freaking coach. And then they got to be like, kind of lost my temper there. I mean, they're people, man. They make mistakes. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to learn. They're going to not learn. They're going to do mm-hmm. real shitty fucking stupid things to people just mm-hmm. like you and me and anybody else. And it's not a reflection on God. Right. But, unfortunately, we are the ones who are trying to portray God. So, I mean, I I do get it. It's just, it's unfortunate that, you know, people want to make jokes and say, Oh, well, of course there's no God. Look at Catholic priests. Diddle little boys. It's like, okay, well, yeah, cool. Sorry that fucking... 20 of, you know, priests out of how many priests in the world? <laughs> like, come on now. That doesn't mean God's a bag of shit and doesn't exist. Right. Yeah, I mean, fact is, is that we're, we're, we should be ambassadors of Christ. And we should be able to be considered a reflection of Christ. We should be able to. But, I mean, to your point, we're not. Which is why the scripture says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. (laughs) You know? We cannot represent him uh, justly. It's not possible. Which is, you know, I think goes back to conversation we had a bit ago about God's conversation with Job like like where were you when I formed the stars in the sky and I you know the sun and the moon and separated the water from the earth you know God has made it very clear that you know he doesn't need us at all for anything that he's more than capable of creating what he needs for himself but that uh, he chooses to need us for worship. That's his choice. And, uh, and he's placed within us the capacity to, to love him. But we have to choose that. We have to choose faith, first of all, right? Um, well, and I think to that point, the older I get and the further on my journey I go, man, 
I think I, I'm realizing now more and more like if someone's coming to me and saying, Hey, prove to me that God's real and I'll follow him. Then that's not going to happen. I'm never going to prove that God's real to you. Right. I mean, it's, it's based. I don't want to say it's a pointless conversation because it's not, but I mean, if that's, (laughs) if you want the outcome of the conversation, or our debate to be me proving the existence of God. <clears throat> One, you've missed a huge point, and two, I'm not going to be able to do it. You know? I can't prove to anybody the existence of God. Yeah. And so there's this verse it's in, not even oh, the point. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. It's not the point. Uh, Romans one twenty. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Uh, it's uh, it's it's a reflection of things that are made. Like he has he has he's placed. Uh, I guess what the scripture is trying to say is that the fingerprint of God is on everything that he's ever created. So there's his DNA and everything. So. Uh, the the examples that come to mind initially are like you know he's a triune being, and so you got time that's past, present, and future. That's three parts of time. You got you know examples like that. Um, obviously, Scripture says that we're made in His image and His likeness, right? All mankind is made in. Well, Adam was made in his image and his likeness, right? Um, I think God desires us to be able to be a reflection of him. But just because of the, you know, the sin of Adam, we, you know, we just, we just aren't going to get there. I mean, there might be glimpses of God in us, bits and pieces, like, oh, yeah, that was very Christ-like of you. That one behavior, that one time on a random Tuesday, (laughs) (laughs) that you actually behaved in a right manner. Uh, Yeah. But thankfully, um, that's not what we're judged on. (laughs) Thank God. He doesn't judge us on our Christ-likeness. It's not about that. But once again, it's the perfection of Christ that, uh, and our faith in that that brings about righteousness, salvation. If it was up to us, we would fail every time and we would never, ever, ever have right relationship with God. So, all the demands we always at least i i like to remind myself that all of the demands on my personal perfection was under the law and under grace it's the perfection of christ that justifies me not my own doesn't mean don't try doesn't mean don't you know, make right decisions or do doesn't mean don't build relationship with God or blah, 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 whatever you want to say, fill in the blank. Um, because I think we all have that responsibility to press, but, um, as far as salvation is concerned and being accepted by God as his children, there's one requirement for, you know, by grace through faith. That's what it is. So true that and churches teaching things different from that is exactly why I choose to be unchurched. You can't teach things contrary to the Bible and then expect us to just like sit there and eat it. Like I'm a grown ass adult now, you know, I, I, I always, I, I love eating with my parents. And I remember the first time I said it to them. Like, you know, we were having some, you know, a, a big family thing. And 
There's desserts and sweets out on the table. And somebody said, why are you eating the, that's those sweets before you eat dinner? And my response was, you know, because I'm a grown-ass man and I can. I'm not going to spoil my dinner by eating this cookie. So I'm going to eat this damn cookie. Because I want it. You know, you get to a point where you start making decisions for yourself and doing stuff just because you want to do it. And then you accept the fact that it's okay. That I'm doing what I'm doing. And if I got some shit I got to deal with, like my stomach starts hurting because before I've eaten dinner, I've eaten this ginormous, you know, peanut butter and chocolate cookie. I'm the one that's going to have the sugar shits, not you. So I'll take my lumps, you know, and do what I got to do. But it doesn't, like, exclude me from being my parents' kid. I don't know. We've gone through this so many times. And I'll, I'll keep saying it over and over again, and gladly. But we don't have to tonight. <laughs> it's the true gospel. And I think it's really uh, the, the truth that makes people free. When they can just accept that truth, that righteousness is a result of faith, not our behavior. It's liberating to people. And sometimes in order for a truth to be received and actually lived and walked out... It has to be repeated a thousand times, heard a thousand times, and recited a thousand times, meditated on a thousand times, whatever. Truth makes you free. The scripture does not tell you how many times you got to recite that truth or how many times that truth needs to be drilled into your head before freedom is actually attained. So, we can leave it at that. I like it. You know, how much do you like it, big boy? You like it enough to say Sila? Sila. Sean's over there blushing. <laughs> I liked it so much, I can't even tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all good. So, Max's birthday is the 16th of September. Uh, Can't believe it, bro. For him. Yeah. I'm sure you old. can't either. No, 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 I can't either. I mean, the only thing that's, uh, that tops that is the fact that <sighs> there's going to be a little girl in the house in November, you know, right before Thanksgiving. So... Holy shit. It's nuts, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. So we're playing musical chairs around the house and trying to get shit ready. Um, so I need somebody to pray for me because uh, it's a whole lot going on. A whole lot that's changing real fast. So. Better paint that gray room to pink. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing, right? You know, I mean, it's like. Oh, man, my phone just went to poor connection, but I see the death stare. All right. (laughs) Yeah, so did mine. Just went to poor connection. It's all good. Dang, your whole house uh, is just so many apart. changes, bro. And we just gotta gotta roll with the punches, I guess. So, because they're coming. Mike is gonna have to give up his bedroom to his little sister, and that's gonna be a fight. But I need that fight to be over in enough time to paint that bedroom before she gets here. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And the fight isn't over yet. So it's like, uh, come on. We got to do something. So a lot of changes in the, uh, in the household on the homestead. So growing your family though, man, it's all good. Yeah. That's it. 
Last one. Popped out. Here we go. No more after this. Three kids is enough. It's going to be so fun to see you with a little girl. Yeah, eat a bag of dicks. No, I'm being serious, man. I know you are. That's why you had it. Seriously, eat a bag of dicks. (laughs) You thought you had it bad with little Max's cute ass. She's just going to look at you and you're going to be like, yes, just get it. (laughs) I I don't care how much. Here's my wallet. All right, before you memorize my cell phone number, please remember this credit card number. And then mommy is going to be like, I said she couldn't have ice cream. Like, fuck you. And you're just going to have an ice cream tonight. <laughs> Daddy said I could. <laughs> Half yeah, a it's gallon? Gonna be terrible. It's going to be terrible. Bedtime, 7 o'clock. 10 o'clock rolls around. You know, she's out there smoking a stoke with you in the garage, <laughs> watching football. Sure, sure. Like life really could end up that way. You know that neither one of my boys. I mean, Micah, right now he he can give two shits about spending time with me right now. You know, <laughs> but he's just a teenager, and I know he'll come back around. So. But now, you know, honestly, it doesn't matter what I put on. Like, so uh, a couple weekends ago when he was here, it was like, all right, buddy, you got college football all day Saturday. You know, pretty soon Sunday football, football, NFL all day Sunday. Obviously, the the season hadn't started yet for NFL, but for college, it did. I'm like, come on, buddy. Alabama's on. He was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, all right, buddy. Michigan's about to play. Yeah, he just wanted to play games on his phone. And I'm like, dude, I'm sitting here watching all this football by myself. He's in the same room, sitting right across from me, playing on his phone. And yet, so and far away. Yeah. So it'd be funny, you know, if. The little girl gets his age, 14 years old, and she's just like a big old painting her face, <laughs> painting her face. She's making popcorn. <clears throat> she's bringing me beers. Like, Come on, Dad, go blue. I'm trying to she's bump chest. grilling chicken. <laughs> no, a woman can't grill. Ooh. <laughs> I'm hate joking. Mail. I'm joking. I'm joking. Hate mail is coming. Uh, no, but seriously, I can't, you know, I can't wait to. I've already started um, uh, showing Micah how to do the grill, how to work the grill. All three of my kids are going to be pit masters. No question about it. Hell yeah. All three of them are. Even the little girl, she's going to be a fucking pit master. So, I can't wait. I'm going to show them everything. You'll never go hungry. Ever. <laughs> it's going to be kid. like the, the Wild West. <laughs> never go hungry. Sniping squirrels. <laughs> hunting Seriously. birds with knives and trees. Oh, dude. Doesn't matter. It's like, hey, listen. This is the Michigan State bird. It's called a robin. There's 30 million of them in Wayne County. Here's a pellet gun. Have some fun. <laughs> well, that's a federal crime, Daddy. Sure is, baby. Sure is. Let's eat. So, we'll never go hungry. Not my own. Dude, I am the Black Daniel Boone. We will never go hungry. We gotta ever, get the prez ever, ever. to make you a shirt. Well, she already made me a mug. Or a, what do you call that thing? Tumblr. Tumblr. Yeah, she already made me a tumbler. 
But hey, if you want to make me a shirt, I'll, I'll fucking wear the shirt <laughs> by all means. Yeah, thank you in advance. I'll even pay you for it, Prez. Let me know. Um, but yeah. Yeah, man, life is about to change like dramatically, dude. So I'm going to have to start hiding my liquor because my oldest is going to have to come down to the basement. And I don't want him drinking all my liquor while he's down here <laughs> supposed to be sleeping. So I'm going to have to, like, legitimately put a lock on the liquor. I, he's getting to that age anyway where I need to put a lock on the liquor. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of changes, bro. Can only imagine, man. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, let's get out of here. What do you say? Great idea, buddy. Great uh, idea. Thanks for listening. If you uh, enjoyed the topic, plural topics, you All know, go ahead, let us know. Head over to our website, unchurchedpodcast.show. You can email us there. You can check out all our archived episodes and so on and so forth. Um, and yeah, wherever you're listening, if you do like the combos, go ahead and click subscribe or follow. Give us a like. Drop us a comment. Ask us a question. Do what you're going to do. Or just keep listening for free. And thanks for the play. Either way... <laughs> We love you so long. So long we love you. Peace.